points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind drown out the noise and see if this connected and see if this connected What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests, and you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. Well, thank you, Tony, for that awesome intro, as and, always. And as always, you're welcome. Well, there we go. The podcast is done. But guess what? Where are we? Disneyland. Um, we are close to Disneyland. We are definitely not at the studio. And definitely not at the Disneyland Hotel. Definitely not at the Tiki Tiki. We were there yesterday. We, we won't were. talk about that. because. You <laughs> and know. you know what we won't also talk about? Bruno. Bruno. We will not talk about Bruno. We will not talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Because it's no. going to be his wedding day. Yeah. And there wasn't a cloud in the sky. We are hoping because it's in May. You guys are invited, but you'd have to fly back because we won't play your plane fare. The live stream? (laughs) That is such a good idea. Uh, I don't know. Uh, We didn't zoom around the world with Mary. That's that's always up to the bride. Yeah, That's That's true. true. When I got married, I had no decisions. Uh, (laughs) I got to pick my tux color. As long as it was gray. (laughs) You know what I was told? The exact opposite. I could pick anything as long as it's not gray. Oh. Mm. So anyways, we are not in our usual podcast studio. We are actually in the Ayers Hotel in the Diocese of Orange, in the city of Orange. And it was named Orange because it used, used to be filled with... There was apples. Oranges. Blueberries. Exactly. Yes. Blueberries, oranges, and, you know. And, and vegetables. a little bit of trivia. <laughs> uh-huh. All the oranges that are in California all originated from one tree... And that tree is still in the city of Riverside. Hmm. The original navel orange tree is still alive. It was brought here from Spain, or by Spain, or the Spaniards from, I don't know, Mexico, I don't know. But it's still there. It's covered in gates, fences, covered, so crazy people won't Hmm. cut it down. But if you guys ever want a tour of it, I will take you. But anyways, we have guest Tony. It's not just us today. They are sitting next to me. And we are at the AMM, which stands for... There's a lot of letters. It feels like an alphabet. It is. It's alphabet soup. We are Catholics. M-F-C-Y-M. Yes. A-M-M. And so it's the associate member meeting for the National Federation for Catholic Youth Ministers. And we're meeting for probably the first time in the city of Orange. (gasps) And there's... You know what? I, I got to get this guy in, too, because I stalk him, and he doesn't know because he has a beard. And he has an awesome he beard. He is off camera, but and, he looks very confused right now. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah, I do stalk him on Facebook and whenever he has those things. Sometimes I comment, but he ignores me. <laughs> Bearded Catholics always. Always. Sorry. We can do that. So we, we, are, we are in the city of Orange, and we're doing a podcast, and because we were invited, we, we were coming to 
the the AMM meeting for NF National Federation for Catholic Youth Ministers to to just see what what it's about. You know, for for Tony, this is your first time, That's and right. we have actually guests. So we have. Away guests on and we're hoping that when the bus comes from where they're going to hold it's just going to get crazy it's going to get crazy we're so hoping we're the, we're the guinea pigs then. we're the quick guests yes. well, they we're are quick. and so tell you us who you time. are tell our tell our listeners who you are so i am dan pin um i live in kennett square pennsylvania but i serve in the diocese of wilmington delaware um this is my first amm i've been in the role of associate director of youth, young adult ministry, family life, campus ministry, and faith formation. Uh, not all at the same time as of about six months ago, but I started in Wilmington about three years ago. Wow. And you know what? And they actually did pay attention to how you were supposed to dress today. We were told dress business casual, and we came in t shirts. But we're from California. Excusable. And, you know, he's, he's who he is. That's right. Yeah. Flip-flops. And flip flops, flipping floppies. <laughs> you gotta come on over here and squeeze in because it's like we're talking to someone. It's like there's always he? room Who's for Michael. I'm the ghost. There he goes. There's the ghost. Tell Ooh. us who you are. Ooh. I'm Charlie Hardesty. I'm from Owensboro, Kentucky. I'm the director of youth and young adult ministry in the diocese of Owensboro in Western Kentucky. Awesome. What about the nice bearded guy in the green? Yeah, my name is Michael Marchand. I'm uh, one of the founders of Project YM. Um, it's an organization what? that trains and supports Catholic youth workers across the country and around the world. You know, I, I do have to. I have to confess. Yeah, I did feel that you were going to be like six foot ten Sasquatch. <laughs> That's really more Tony, right? That's <laughs> thank Cause you. Because I, I met I met Tony. Yes. Yeah. And he was like six foot ten Sasquatch, and I was like, this man is huge. And, it's like, <laughs> and so I thought, hey, they're buddies. They're probably co-Sasquatches. Yeah, I've, I mean, Sasquatches only hang out with other Sasquatches. Exactly. So, Clearly. So I love the man bun. Thank you. Just got to say. Thank you. I can't. Neither can Charlie. <laughs> but why, why are you guys here? It's like, I think a lot of times we as, as, as parish ministers, you know, we, we, we work with our youth, we work with our teens, and those are the ones that we usually speak about and speak to. And we're here representing actually them and hoping to bring back something to them. And, and one of, I don't know about you, Tony, but I like to network and like get people's phone numbers and freebies. Get your um, digits, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that when I'm stuck, I have people to contact. And it's literally one of the things, one of the greatest things with, with the National Federation is that Sometimes when we do ministry, it's like me and Tony, who's in a parish a few miles away in the next town, in the same diocese, we, we only see each other. And then you go to this, and we're like, there are youth ministers in Delaware. It's like, <laughs> and they look nothing like us. Yeah, different personalities, <laughs> different, pers- different uh, ways of doing things. So what brought you all the way to... Windy California, miserable weather here. It's I know awful. it's oh. super windy. It's, so ugly. it's it's like what today was like what seventy five. I mean, I'm sweaty. I think it touched eighty. My <sighs> armpits would say it touched eighty today. Well, I mean, it's like all that dry heat, no humidity. I was like, it's so miserable over here. So, so what? Why are you guys here with AMM? 
You yeah, Dan? Charlie, go ahead. That's Charlie, you. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's uh, it really is similar to what you were saying. It is about the relationships. It is about seeing uh, and networking with other people trying to do what we do, um, learning from each other, but also just being in this with other people who get it. And uh, so this, uh, I do think ministry at times can be a lonely place. Uh, and uh, not always does everyone in the diocese understand youth ministry and what we're trying to do. And so it, uh, it's just nice to be around like-minded people trying to reach similar goals in different ways and to learn from one another and, and uh, to just not be doing it alone. Like, so. they get me. Yeah. Like, they really get me. These are my people. Yes. My tribe. <laughs> they smell like me. Well, sometimes. Maybe not. When, when it's 80 degrees, we, Maybe all, smell. Yeah, we all smell the same right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. I think it's true. I think that finding places where there's community is vital. And so the, the ministry that we do with youth ministers is all about community. And I think that one of the things that happens is when you put parish youth ministers in a room, they all speak the same language. They all come from at least a similar experience, and they have a similar heart for young people. Um, when you're in a room of diocesan leaders, at least the good ones, um, have a heart not only for young people, but have a heart for the youth ministers in their diocese. And that's why we do what we do. And so for me, it's it's a shared passion, right? Like So hanging out with these guys and being able to talk about caring for the youth workers that they're responsible for is the same thing that we do. And so the ability to share stories of how that works, but also how it doesn't work. Like I, yeah, we do a lot of awesome things, but we also do some things that really flop. And so the ability to share that with someone else and then to be like, Oh yeah, yeah we were thinking about that too. I guess we shouldn't try yeah, that. Maybe like, we should go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really helpful. But, but that, that is also amazing that you said that because a lot of times doing youth ministry is very lonely. As you said, yes, it's 100%. very lonely because nobody gets you. And then you speak to someone and it's like, wow, they're speaking my, 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 own, my same language. Yeah. They get me and they're <laughs> affirming me. Right. Whereas, yeah. you know, you go to Dias and, you know, you those meetings. It's like, you know, the last person, the last agenda, the last thing on the agenda is like youth. And, you're, you know, you're, you're fighting for scraps. Yeah. I always look at that it's like in scripture, you know, Lazarus is just, well, even the dogs get the scraps off the table. <laughs> it's like, and then there's the youth ministers, the Lazaruses. <laughs> Mostly dead, right? Mostly dead. <laughs> Waiting to be raised. Wearing smelly clothes. Smelly, wrapped up. Yeah. So what, what are some of the challenges that you guys face over there in, in, in your neck of the woods? Because we, we want to hear, are they having the same challenges that we're having here in, in Southern California? Actually, we are a mission diocese of San Bernardino. Most of the people we speak to are in a mission diocese sure. in a, an area that has half an area is affluent and the re- no, like what, one-eighth of the area is affluent and the rest of us are in the desert. Yeah, I would say from what I've heard talking to people this whole week is um, switch microphones here. Oh, I sound different in this microphone. Just give them this both. This better. So from what I've Double heard, up. The, um, the challenges are pretty universal. I think the way we approach them has to be different based on where we're from. But I haven't heard from anybody I've talked to, any diocesan youth leaders or diocesan officials or parish youth leaders there's nothing that's been like oh my gosh I can't believe you're going through that it's been the same story 
you know, of our culture of the, the changing church, the challenges of reaching young people, challenges of reaching parents, the challenges of working through the levels of, you know, what it takes. We're talking, you know, the, the first day of dreaming versus being practical, yeah. um, putting all this together. I think it looks different based on where we are, but I don't think that the fundamental purpose is, is that different, which is good. It's good for me to see that because I'm in a diocese on the opposite coast and it's very different population-wise, but the challenges are the same. Literally, the, the challenges that, that you're facing with young people is, you know, the, the depression, the anxiety, mm-hmm. the thoughts of suicide, the LGBTQ, same-sex attraction, those kind of things, but is, no, Project YM, yeah. is, because sometimes when we look at that, even in, even in our parishes, you know, the way that he would communicate with his group of young people versus my group of young people is totally different. Now, we've all gone through resources, and it's like, you know, one fits all kind of, you know, we use this product, and it's... You yeah. open the box, you and it works box with and it every works. parish and every young person. <laughs> all the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah, well, what's advice to you? How it works. For yeah. some new <laughs> youth and young adult ministers, I mean, what's best practices that you could say to them is before you fall into this trap of, sure. I just bought the best product, and it There's, sucked. Yeah, so one, stop buying things. Like, And that's hard for me because like, my ministry exists because you've been able to buy things. But really, like, stop buying things. I think that we have created a consumer culture in youth ministry where we feel like, well, if I just buy this next thing or I just get this next cool resource or um, this book is going to solve all the problems, and it doesn't, um, at the end of the day, there's really only three things you need to do as a youth worker. Um, Number one, you have to love Jesus, right? So, like, having that love, that relationship with Jesus trumps everything. And if you don't have that, then go back to step one. Um, but number two, you have to love young people and not just like them, not just tolerate them, like love them. Because truthfully, I've worked with young people that I can't stand, but I can still love them, right? Like I can still make them feel welcome and loved and included and connected without maybe liking some of their um, idiosyncrasies, right? Like, but if you can love Jesus and you can love young people, then all you have to do, if you check those two boxes, is just be real. Like, we have a generation of young people that can sniff out fake way more um, quickly than any generation before. And we have a generation that is afraid to come to church because they don't feel like they have it all together. They don't feel like they understand what's going on. They feel like they're broken and there's not a place for them. And so when you're able to show them that you love Jesus and you love them, but also you're struggling, you're broken, you're messed up, and that this is still a place for you, it gives him permission to do the same. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, Cecilia spoke about dreaming. Yep. Yeah. What's, what's your dream? <clears throat> I dream of a parish community that sees itself as all invested in the young people and not you know and, and honestly the young people seeing themselves invested then in everyone as well but like uh, instead of everything being so compartmentalized or siloed or whatever your phrase wants to be like it would be awesome 
to see a, a parish community where all the adults are truly interested in the young people and it stopped being a thing that's a specialized ministry for a specialized trained group of people because I do think at the end of the day the answers are actually a lot more simple than they are strategic and complicated. Um, I know parishes that, that don't run youth ministry programming but the youth are very loved, very taken care of and owned by the community of people. And so uh, that would be that would be one of my biggest dreams. And again, I think we've I think we've worked really hard in youth ministry to be engaging, to be um, effective. But I do think in doing so, we've made it a lot harder than it has to be sometimes. And it would be just neat to see um, young people really celebrated and loved and, and taken care of within their their communities. And where can we buy that product? Yeah. yeah right. You go to projectym.com. Yeah. Charlie Hardesty Ministries at projectym.com. No. That's funny. No, I, yeah, I just, that's the beauty of the whole thing, right? Like, it's, it's just a choice to see beyond ourselves a little. It's amazing. You know, I, I, I like to joke about this because it's better than crying. Yeah. <laughs> because... Or drinking. Or drinking. <laughs> because there's only so much coffee one can yeah, Of course. Yes. Yeah. Because coffee, you still yeah, have to wake up yeah. the next morning yeah. and set up yeah. chairs. Yeah. Yeah. With cream chai tea. Yeah. <laughs> chai yeah. tea yeah. latte. Uh, and your uh, lactose intolerance. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. It's, it's like, I'm sorry. Painful. But, but how about you? With, with, with what he just said, and that's his dream, yeah. you know, is is it a reality? Are we close? Uh, we, are we looking at what ten years from now? And we're how yeah. do we develop that culture? Yeah, I don't know if that you could put a timeline on it specifically. I think that's the thing about dreams is you need to make them a reality. I think every motivational speaker in history would say, take your dreams and make them reality. I think even Shia LaBeouf might have said that at some point. The great prophet. Philosophy. Um, the prophet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm still digging holes. Yeah. So great yeah, the, the idea that, you know, you want a deliverable, you want a timeline, you want a, an action plan for a dream, they're, they're almost two separate concepts. And, but they don't have to be separate forever, but putting them together isn't like putting a puzzle together. I think it's more like you have puzzle pieces and then you have a picture frame. And so the, you know the puzzle goes in the frame somehow and you do have to put the pieces together, but to actually have it displayed is something that takes the extra step, the extra effort of, I want this to be known, I want this to be shown. So it's more of an awareness of sharing that dream with as many people as you can and getting them on board. Because if you don't have people behind you, and that's where one of my mentors in leadership said, you know, you're not a leader if people aren't following you. So a leader would share his or her dream with people who can get on board with that in the way that's best for them. And I think that's something this conference does really well is showing how that dream, which is still, I mean, my dream would be very similar to Charlie's in my own diocese, in my parishes, but the way it would come about in reality is different. And it is more of that sharing and relationship building um, it could take 10 years it could there could be parishes that are like I'm ready for this right now I just didn't know how to define it and now I have that definition I could put it together tomorrow but we're the ones at a diocesan level and at, a, at an organizational level to share that dream and then to hold that vision 
for the future and make sure it does somehow become a reality. And provide support for those who are at, who are at the front line of the vineyard, the, your youth yeah. ministers that are that are right there, you know, begging for that support. And I think it's hard because I think there is an expediency to it. Like I think that we we're serving a, especially you guys who are in in parish ministry, right? you're serving a generation of young people that is lonelier and more broken than any generation we have ever seen before. And so, like, it is a real problem. Like, young people are killing themselves at rates that we've never seen before. Young people are isolated and driven away from the church in rates we've never seen before. And so there is a, a sense of expediency. And so just to piggyback on the analogy, right, like, if you're looking at the puzzle pieces, I think a lot of times where we mess up is we wait until we figure out how to get all the puzzle pieces together mm-hmm. before we put them in the frame. And that's not how we got to do it. We got to put them one at a time because Start just because you can't yeah. do it for everyone doesn't mean you shouldn't do it for one. Yeah. And so the ability to realize that your job is vitally important because the young people that you encounter that I will never meet, right? You have the opportunity to love them and introduce them to Jesus. And it can't wait for figuring out how to fix your parish right. or figuring out how to fix the ministry because that young person isn't going to wait. Yeah. yeah, I do think, though, I think it starts with an awareness within youth ministry leadership in a parish that you need help. Yes. And so so it could be as simple as a youth minister introducing a young person to another adult in the parish. And so as we're like trying to fit these right. pieces together, I do agree. Like I do a puzzle by like going at it, not by looking at the whole thing and going, well, there's a hundred pieces here. What's the best first step? You just start, right? And like, you hope for the outside. You know, like you try to be a little strategic. But so it's Charlie like, doesn't look for the outside. The no, I, I even turn them over. I don't even look at the picture. Start no. from the middle. <laughs> start middle out. But no, I do think it's like it really is just as simple as a be an adult who loves young people. So if I'm a parishioner as well, I'm not just a diocesan person to like model it. Yeah. But then bring any other people who are less comfortable along because I think. Again, adults are really intimidated by what this could mean and the whole process. Sometimes they're really scared of young people. Help them not be scared by doing it with them. Accompany adults into the process of accompanying youth too. And and again, I think it's a dive in. It's it's not waiting for a great strategy. It's awkward and clumsy, but it's intentional and it's loving. So it's, you know. And and that's one of the values of community is like, because when it's awkward and clumsy, (laughs) you've one, you face rejection, right? And so, like, it's not always sunshine and roses. And so the ability to have a community, whether you're a community of Dallas directors or a community of parish youth ministers, like, the ability to be able to share in those heartbreaks and those misses, those pains, those rejections, but also the wins is vitally important. That's how you stay in ministry. Yeah. Because if all you do is you hit that those walls and those breaks, you go home and you don't have anybody to share it with, then you don't last right. in ministry. And so that community is vitally important. And so if, might I suggest that community is the puzzle glue? Because oh, if you try to possibly. Pick, oh, if you try to pick possibly. the puzzle up He's a man without, of analogies. without pedal, like more for Jesus, I think. Uh, give it a Dan shot. can tell I'll a story, a, a parable, if you will. Yeah, a parable of puzzles and glue. <laughs> so, But if you try to pick a puzzle up without the glue, then it just falls apart. Right. My kids do that all the time. It bugs me. Kids. <laughs> but you also can't put the glue on when the puzzle's getting put together all to, right. so maybe it's not the perfect analogy but it's a good it's a good starting point where it's like you need something to get it to hold it together because a puzzle doesn't most puzzles don't really hold themselves together if there's any stress oh here's a good analogy no let's if hear there's let's stress hear. if there's stress on the puzzle it falls apart there you go. but community holds 
it together. So when there's stress on, on community glue, oh, look, there's puzzle pieces on his shirt. That's amazing. It's our podcast shirt. So it's like it was meant to be. So it, it creates a flexibility and a, and, a, and a structure that holds it together. So I was a lot. I mean, that was a lot more than I was. I, just was, I was just walking by here. Hold us together. <laughs> now we're singing. Well, careful, careful, they're gonna have to pay royalty. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Song, but, <laughs> some serious but, money that just went into that money. I know. <laughs> Copyright strike. No. Yes. But yeah, I, stickers. That's good. But you know, I that you is, the, the, the one thing that, that I really oh, like what you guys said is, and I think what resonated every single one of you guys said is community. Yeah. yeah. And from right. when, when I started in ministry, you, you know, you feel like you're alone. You're doing this by yourself. Right. And then I discovered your Facebook. Yeah. And then there's that Facebook community. Yep. Although you couldn't put anything in there because, you know, it's like the administrators. I mean... <laughs> However, if you go to thrive.rs and join the Thrive community for right. free, it's unfiltered, uncensored. Unfiltered, and I love that. Just like this podcast. That's where just, Steph gets Literally, re-hyped. just like this podcast. <laughs> literally, I just have to tell you guys that when we edit this, we cut the front and the end, and then we just put it in there. Oh, boy. <laughs> not not getting, completely unedited. You're getting some quality material. <laughs> this is, but, but this yes, is what again. they call B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> but just again, in community... What you just said is that there are communities available out there, and and this is not a plug for National Federation, but in joining and be. becoming a member yeah. of the National yeah. Federation, you open yourself up to a lot more that, to understand that there is a community of people who get you, who understand you, who who've been there, done that, and you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to keep making that mistake right. that we already did. That, that, right. I, I already made that mistake. Don't do that. I was like, but I really want you. It's like, all right, but I'm just saying, he made that mistake. He made that mistake. She made that mistake, and it's like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't buy that product. It and definitely so, takes the excuses away from yeah. people so who I think, are saying there's nothing yeah. else out there. So I think from our discussion here, from our little discussion here, what I took out of that is come to community. Yeah. yeah. Be join be a member it's think about it the national federation it's a bunch of youth ministers a bunch of diocesan and directors more than yours not saying that edgardo we're looking for someone else you, we love you <laughs> wow. edgardo we love you you just brought got, us here we just got called out but but you know what to have access to everyone this week yeah i i just I just gotta say, every time that we have these meetings and you have access to everyone, yeah. it's it's a lot different from seeing people physically. Just like, just like you know, you're struggling. We're struggling with Zoom youth ministry. I'm like, oh, so we have another Zoom night. Um, you know, I'm just saying, I'm done. But, yeah. but seeing even youth ministers live in person and hmm. seeing it's like, wow, he's not as tall as I thought. <laughs> uh, it's was like, wow. He's real. But far more handsome. Like, Just as hairy. Literally. But, yeah. And the mask. Oh, we got to find his mask. And it's like, yeah. that is classic. It's like, do, by the way, do you sell that? I don't. I don't. Lost out. Yet. Yeah. Could have had the socks. Call it a Jesus. Nice. Yeah. But thank you guys for coming no, and absolutely. joining us and sharing. Thanks because, for having um, Thanks that, for being in such an accessible area that... I could walk into it. You know, it's like youth ministers when you say, it's like, did you get permission to do that? It's like, we were supposed to have permission? Yeah. <laughs> Set up. God, you need confession. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, That's why there's reconciliation. Maybe we'll cut that part. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Leave it in. Leave it. Sacramental lessons. We'll yeah. see you Our tomorrow. We'll see you for breakfast. Thank we'll you. See you for yeah. prayer, mass. It's amazing. When does Where's oh. air? I'm just kidding. Tell us one more time where people can find you. Hey, yeah, so um, <laughs> I'm Michael from Project Wham. You can go to projectwham.com, but really, truthfully, um, head to thrive.rs. It really is a community of youth workers connecting with one another, sharing with one another. And hey, why not? Because I can plug it. Uh, thriveanuga.com. Um, 48 youth ministers, your new best friends, hanging out in beautiful downtown Chattanooga for a week. That's for some of us. Where the heck is Chattanooga? Tennessee. There you go. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Come on down. It's nothing like California. It's a different kind of gorgeous. That's right. <laughs> we, got, we got rivers instead of beaches. That's true. We have rivers. We have the Santa Ana River. Yeah. It has water like three weeks out of the year. Yeah. And the uh, snow uh, melts. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty much. He hates it when I do this. It's like, I'm like so tangential. I'm like the Dory of hosts. <laughs> Sometimes Tony can't keep up. Like we had a just good flow swimming, and just keep Can I help you? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. And you guys are... Can you can find, find us in our... Di- you're not going to be looking for us. You don't have, <laughs> to, you don't have to look <laughs> you for never us. Know. You can find them inside of Thrive at thrive.org. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. If you're in Delaware or the Eastern Shore, Maryland, look up CDOWCYM. And that's me and Dan. That's right. If you well, get stuck in Western Kentucky... And you needed to ride a pop-up or something. Call CDOWCYM, it's yeah. Dan. I'm just That's kidding. right. No, Charlie again in Diocese Bones, bro. Happy to help any way I can. But uh, Home of barbecued mutton. Yeah. We but, you, but you know what? Cook sheep. Don't knock that because there are many times in the group chats and it says, hey, can I DM you and get some information? Sure. And, and things like that. That community of youth ministers helping each other and to yeah. say, hey, you know what? When someone asks, hey, have you ever done this kind of Sure. Event, it's like, oh yeah, I've done that. Do you want all the information? It's like, oh yeah, can you oh, just yeah. send yeah, it to me? Those are big wins. Absolutely. It's like, oh, well, thank you guys. Absolutely, yeah, thank you. Cool. Appreciate Pleasure. it. Uh, see you tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. Woo. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise Different generations of the girls and boys So sit back and relax, this Catholic podcast Don't overreact if the thoughts are abstract When it's hosted by a Catholic dark dad Who knows what's gonna happen Hey, what's up fam? Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise and see if this connected. What's up, fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along. Spec runaway thoughts like a runaway train break into conversation like links of a chain. Make a Hail Mary pass. Hope this connects. Have a question for a guest? Put it to rest. Live a life of holiness. Lead by example. Follow at Catholic.dead and mini tangled. <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd. Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. And see if this connected.
This connected podcast is brought to you by the cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one and a half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N. 2021.